Who's in on it? Yes, take a seat and take a rest. From behind the curtain, a disconcerting nod. It's time to listen to the Spooky Movie Squad. <laughs> okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Spooky Movie Squad. Mm-hmm. This is episode 209. Oh, shit. And it is the final chapter. Final chapter. I forgot which number this was. Hey, it's the final chapter of sci-fi horror. Yo. So we went with one that's a little bit newer. Uh, I think all of our choices were older? Well, no, Brightburn no, was a little bit of. newer. I think The Abyss was the only... Yeah. That was the only the old one. one. Everything else one is within one. the last 10 years. So scratch what I said and yeah. just Yeah, Annihilation it. was 2017, yeah. I think. Yeah, scratch that and everything's opposite of what I said. <laughs> so we went with another newer one. Uh, and we went with a 2020. What I noticed, didn't this come out? Wasn't it filmed in 2017? Yes. I'm talking about the 2017 filmed Underwater. Mm-hmm. So this was the last film by 20th Century Fox before Disney bought it. Holy fuck. And so they held it back hmm. in 2017. And they were like, oh, we'll, we'll put it out at some point. And then they, they were like, oh, shit, we got this movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, I stepped in shit. What is that? And then they... <laughs> they, they put the movie out in 2020. I mean, um, that makes sense. No one's ever heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> Here's and, a movie that no one's ever heard of. And they dropped it in January, which I have learned is the dead spot for movies, horror movies especially. You don't oh, right. put a horror movie in January unless you don't care about it. They didn't really care about this movie, even though it is very interesting and pretty cool. They did not give a fuck about this movie. Yeah. They should have just waited a couple of years for Kristen Stewart to, like, reemerge as... Yeah, Spencer. Yeah, okay. Spencer and, like... Be on the tip of everybody's tongue again, and they were like, "Oh, now we can release it. Yeah. Now's the time." But yeah. see, I don't know. This I like how this goes. It, yeah, it feels super indie. Like it feels yeah. no, like movie, one of those. The yeah. movie is phenomenal. But, yeah, but it, it, felt it, very... it definitely has that vibe that I like. That it feels like an independent film that just got picked up by yeah, a major it studio really did. for product or for. I thought at first it was like that, but it was like, oh no, this was a legit movie. They just didn't give a shit. Kind of like Annihilation. Yeah. yeah, Annihilation was something similar to this. Where yeah, they're just, just like, eh. Yeah. Eh. You'll survive, I guess, maybe. <laughs> so if you don't know anything about Underwater, it's about a group of workers in a drilling facility at the bottom of the ocean. Hey, that's the abyss. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> it's and, also Armageddon. And they encounter <laughs> creatures. It's Armageddon. Bum, bum, bum. Down in the Marianas Trench. That sounds like the abyss. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> it does sound like the abyss. Yeah, but these creatures don't take you on a sweet ass uh, sea ride. LSD trip. Yeah, they don't grab your hand and take you on a sea ride. They grab your hand and eat you. I can show you my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You heard it here first, folks. Uh, these monsters want to eat you. And. Uh, as much as I don't like this person, this movie is lightly tied to H.P. Lovecraft. There yeah. are tons of nods to him, and maybe you see one of his popular creations at the end. Oh, shit. Yeah, but no, H.P. Lovecraft's a piece of shit. Racist piece of shit. Yeah, man, fuck he has some cool ideas, so fuck you, but Lovecraft. thank you. Lovecraft is great, though. <laughs> thank you, yeah. fuck you, goodbye. But, uh, but no, this movie. I need was, that on a shirt. Thank you. Okay, fuck, fuck you. Bye. I I'm not the first person to say that. That is a. Oh, I'm sure you're not. But I need it on a shirt. A uh, wrestling like a 
manager used to say that all the time. Well, that's a really good line. But he's kind of an asshole too. But <laughs> no, this movie is really good. Being. It's it's the perfect mix of sci-fi and horror and they pull back from they pull ideas and like nods to other things like Alien. Mm-hmm. There are, there are no scenes shit. that look awesome in it. Uh, but no, I, I really liked it. So, uh, what did you guys think about Underwater, Katie? It was really good. Very heavy on the claustrophobia feeling mm-hmm. throughout the whole film, which is not something that you really get that we have experienced a lot on this podcast. We haven't mm-hmm. done a lot of films that kind of tie into that or pull that fear. We do a lot of, like, jump scare movies or, like... Pitch black or... Yeah, yeah. pitch black or, like, running through a house or woods or whatever and someone's chasing you. We do a lot of those type movies. We haven't done a lot of, like... Not a lot of tiny space movies. Yeah. And this is definitely one of those. Yeah. Um, Your heart rate just is okay right when the movie starts. And for the next hour and a half, it's just, like... Slowly climbing up and up and up and up and up as shit just gets more and more serious because the small confined space they're in is getting worse and worse and worse and worse. (laughs) Oh, for sure. It's imploding. It's collapsing. It pretty much... I I agree because it lines up with the imagery of they're talking about how long the oxygen... Scrubbers in their suits are going to last. Mm-hmm. And you literally feel like every single time that something starts to go bad, it's like the length of how long their oxygen lasts. Mm-hmm. And you start to hyperventilate like at the same time. Yeah. So they lined that out fairly well. Yeah. Um, like Oda said, this movie is very similar to The Abyss, but it definitely does give you different fears Mm -hmm. um like with the abyss you're more afraid of the human element yeah like the weird creature thing is i guess scary but not it's not meant to be it's unnerving but the scary thing is the people and how they're reacting to the situation in this movie you're not scared of the people like we're not having cabin fever in this in this movie so much as we are just like Dear God, there's some horrific shit happening outside. Oh, yes. Let's hope we don't have to go out there. I don't think dark water will be a <coughs> place for my imagination no. any longer <laughs> after this no. movie. What did you think, Micah? I loved it. <clears throat> yeah, I really, really enjoyed this movie. Um, I'm trying to think of a really good way to describe it, but this one is really hard to describe. It was like a bunch of nerds got together and put a movie. Huh. Like, like it, put out a movie. It describes itself. It happens underwater. It's all the fears of underwater. It's all the it was, unnerving ickiness of underwater. But it was like, but also it was presented like being in space on a space station. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But underwater. Which left it's elements creepier. of yeah. creatures being able to move. You know, while you you are still in a suit, hoping to not experience what's outside of that suit, yeah, uh-huh. and so it gives that whole other element, and it's different. Like this, this movie could have just easily fit something a big gap because it's like space, 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 but not a whole lot of deep underwater. Like what could go wrong? You know, it, it's it's incredibly unique. Yeah. Uh-huh. Very, very similar to the abyss. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is basically I, I feel like a spiritual 
see uh, a, a spiritual rehash of yeah. the abyss. Uh, the abyss. The abyss. Yeah. Which, if you were to say that this was a modern take on the abyss, I'd be here for it. Honestly, was, this is you know. the only remake of the abyss that should exist, and yeah. I can't even qualify it as a remake. Yeah, because the monsters are just and, so different, oh, and some of the little the, the gore moments were real oh, brutal. God, they were rough. <laughs> so for a horror movie, this kind of ticked a lot of boxes. It did. It did the things. Yeah. Yep. Uh, really good main characters. The monsters were. Pretty cool, like, it, yeah, like Micah said, it, it it checked off everything that I really wanted from a sci-fi film and horror. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's when you see something and towards the end, it's like probably one of my favorite spots in a movie recently. Uh, when you notice something just a little further out, but you can't see it, and then a little bit of light goes out, and you're like. Oh, this oh, sheer terror shit. of that just, moment! It, I, it's so cool. Like I'm trying to think <laughs> of a movie where people see something and they just have to like keep looking up because it's gigantic. They're like, oh no. Okay, well, see, here's here's another thing. Cloverfield. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but when you, okay, except Cloverfield. Cloverfield yeah. would be a good one because you. Okay, did I not got, say underwater Cloverfield like four times? Right, <laughs> but um. Yeah, because a movie like this and a movie like Cloverfield, like for the, for this one, I had no idea. I didn't know anything about underwater other than it was a underwater sci-fi movie that yeah. was apparently underwater with Kristen Stewart. That's, yeah. all, that's literally all I knew. That's where he wants so to be. So the big reveal at the end was out of left field for me, which yeah. was great. You know, there's not a lot of horror movies that get to do that because most of the time the main horror is in the title. And yeah. It's like okay, well now we know what to expect at some point. Yeah. But in this one, it's like oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, you got me. That's a good one. <laughs> no, this movie's pretty sweet. Uh, it's in a little bit of a spoiler. It's a shame. It's a shame that the companies did not care about this movie, mm-hmm. uh, and it shows just money wise. It absolutely shows, and it's a shame. But um, the director, he was happy with it, and. The really cool ideas that he brought up. Yeah, I don't know. I'd love to see more in this world, but I don't know. It was before COVID, so we'll see. They they could do another one and it'd be really awesome, but I'd shit my pants. I don't know. If I had to revisit that scene or that scenario. Mm-mm. <laughs> so uh, we'll get through this story, and it's it moves it moves pretty quick because it's it's very much like a disaster film for a little bit. Mm-hmm. They're like, we need to get the fuck out of here. This thing's gonna blow up really quick, and then it's like, oh, what's that thing? Oh no! Oh no! What is that? There are so <laughs> many goddamn layers to this yeah. movie. <laughs> oh, that's the oh. What did I say a couple episodes ago? Oh, that's the important thing. Or oh, that's the main plot. Yeah. I, oh, that's the main plot. Oh, that's the main plot. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, this one's great, so we'll get through it. So, this whole movie, it's in the Mariana Trench. It was a very, very low trench, as we all know. It's where scary things are. Mm-hmm. So, they're at the Kepler. Point it here, the Mariana Trench. It's a really low trench. Yeah. But all the scary <laughs> stuff. <laughs> so, they're at Kepler 8. 822, and it's the research and drilling facility operated by TN Industries, and uh, the director, he he's being a little cute because it's like Lovecraftian, 
is what they use when things get a little crazy. Mm. And so they just took off the last little part. And that's the name of the company. Ten. Nice. <laughs> oh, thank God. So I was like, that's pretty smart. And I was like, I didn't even think of it like that. Fucking nerds. <laughs> so even during the credits, we see that TN Industries, uh, they, they're bad. They're not good people. And they like to just kind of screw with things. And they may have found something at the bottom of the trench. Because they're doing some investigating. And you, you know the assholes that do stuff? They're like, oh, shit, that was weird. Let's keep going. <laughs> uh, sir, it looks like there's monsters down there. Eh, just don't be no, that loud. Not. Yeah, don't be loud. They Hello? won't. There's no droids here. Right. Well, let's get going. Why? They clearly said there's no droids here. Right. Hey, are there monsters in there? No. Oh. Okay, you heard it. <laughs> <laughs> so while this is going down, Nora say, hey, it's Kristen Stewart. So Nora's having a nice little teeth brushing session and then the whole place goes crazy because an earthquake hits the facility so underwater it's it's my, my greatest fear being underwater and then an earthquake goes off because like i said when you're underwater and shit goes off you you just die there's no oh maybe we can go over here no you just die so yep. she actually has to close off part of the facility and probably doomed a lot of people that couldn't get there in time but it was either that or just everyone dies so, Nora, she meets up with Rodrigo. He was one of the, the people that survived the initial earthquake and crazy explosion in the place. And so, they are traveling through, looking for survivors in a way to get the fuck out of this facility. And they meet up with Paul. Hey, it's TJ Miller. <laughs> and we found our comic relief. Let's see how long he survives. <laughs> long enough for his career to get destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> So they Yeah, he's an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> so they make it to the escape pod bay, and when they arrive, they see that all the pods are gone, and the captain, Captain Lucian, that's a sweet ass name. Uh-huh. He decided to stay and go down with the ship, because that's what captains do. No, they don't. Uh <laughs> is it just Titanic. Yes, it is. Is it just me or is it funny that underwater and underworld both have illusion? Right? It's probably where it came just from. Just a sweet ass name. Just saying. Great ones borrow. Right. You know, even greater ones. Steal it. <laughs> so they reach a control base and they meet a biologist, Emily, and engineer Liam. And they they talk about there's no contact from the surface. So all the machine machinery is down. And unfortunately, the core is all types of fucked up. And they can have like, what, 30, 45 minutes before the whole place just goes up. Meltdown. So, so they need to get away. The Their only salvation... Is Roebuck six four one? It's a station. It's only a mile away <clears throat> and a mile down. That's not hard. Yeah, it is. And it's they a smoothie have, company. Look, if you fall at an angle, then right. You yeah, you, get you're there. shaving off time <laughs> in forty five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the only thing they have to do. So they suit up, and I love that there's this one quick second that Rodrigo is putting a suit together for Emily because she doesn't have her own suit, and you see that the helmet had some type of damage to it. You see it real quick, and Rodrigo looks at the helmet, and then the scene goes on. So, they put their suits on, and they have to open up the the pod bay doors, but because they're, they're underwater, and they're opening it really fast, the pressure's gonna really suck, and mm-hmm. it's gonna fuck them up. But their suits are good. Oh no, Rodrigo's suit, it just cracks, and he explodes. <laughs> he just... 
pops like a balloon, and everyone kind of... They're like question mark miles get, down in under the water. The yeah. pressure... 6.7. Yeah, the pressure would be absolutely fucking insane. Yeah. It's, he, he literally went... Yeah, yeah. It, it's funny. Um, Emily's freaking out because she you know, doesn't want to explode, and they're like, you're fine. Your suit's all right. We're fine. And then Rodrigo pops. So we learned that Rodrigo, he switched helmets with Emily to make sure that she had a good helmet. Mm-hmm. And he's like, man, yeah, this crack's not that bad. Maybe I can, oh shit, it's already cracking. Mm. But right before they open the door, she realizes it, and she's like trying to get them to stop yeah. opening the oh, door. man, it's always <laughs> sucks. So, already, someone's already down, and they start their journey, and they're on this cool little elevator heading down, and just like any alien movie... Hey, there's an escape pod. There might be a survivor. We should go check it out. I'd be like, I'm sorry, Cap. I'm not. We should just keep on going, bud. Mistakes were made. I'm sorry, bud. But Captain's like, no, go and check. So T.J. Miller and the good guy, they head toward Smith. the yeah, head toward the pod, and they see a dead body, and they're like, well, we got his identification. Well, we could at least do that. And they're like, hey, what's wrong with his back? It's like something's in it. Oh God. A thing hopped out of his spine. <laughs> okay, jump scare times 900. Yeah, and it attacks them. The thing that jumps out at him, for the listeners, it looked like the chest burster from yeah. Alien. Sure did. That's what they were going for. And they, well, job well done. Yeah, mission accomplished. In that same situation, it's like, hey, what's this? Let me get put my face all in there and look at it. I told Micah when they, when they flopped it down on the table and Kristen Stewart's looking at it, I was like, okay, Sigourney Stewart. Goodness. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that whole scene, I was just like, no gloves, no mask, what the fuck? Like, yeah. none of y'all have ever seen any fucking movie before. Yeah. Like, and y'all should be has- you're shaking. She's like, hey, yeah, y'all should it. be fucking hazmatted out. <laughs> Hard so pass. <laughs> they, they take the, the thing inside and they check it out. Emily is surmising that well, this is a new species, something down here, and that kind of plays into the fact that the temperature went up 10 degrees when the earthquake happened. They're like, oh, maybe something opened up and these things came out. And so it's like, okay, that makes sense. While they're and heading... And boy, did it. A yeah. whole can of worms opened yeah. up. And while they're heading down, they Literal meet worms, more people. Sure. Giant people with glowy eyes. And as they're attacking the pod, trying to get in. So they make it to the seafloor just as the base explodes above them. So now they have a mad dash to Kepler's station. Not Kepler's station. Uh, Roebuck. Mid- yeah, well, Roebuck's the last stop. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. Right, middle, right. So Midway. Midway. So they're heading to Midway Station as they're dodging things falling from the sky. Uh, it reminded me of like, I don't know, like 1917, towards the end when he's just running. Running. At yeah, the yeah, end yeah. trying to like get the message there and he's running past just madness and explosions. He's like, I just want to get over there. I just want to get over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, watch 1917. That's a good answer. I feel like I, I also recently watched a movie where like buildings were getting knocked over and were just like, oh fuck, I'm getting like running, trying to run away, but they were getting squished. That's what we call real life. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Owie. So uh, they make it to Midway Station and they charge their sweet ass suits and they clean off the uh, what the oxygen scrubbers. Scrubbers, but unfortunately, Smith, his suit got fucked up because he got kind of hit by something. So I, it's weird. So that little pod that goes into the back of the suit, it just supplies fresh 
air from the water? Is that what it does? Yes, that's was my understanding. That's legit. Yeah, it <laughs> takes whatever is down what there and yeah, that's a really it's a really cool idea to like be able to cycle water through and pull out the oxygen yeah. and, and it leave seems the, like the even the if it's broken, down where you can like still none. survive. Yeah. You're just like, uh, man, I'm not breathing that much air right so now. I, it's fucking crazy. Because you basically get, like he said, he was breathing the fumes. It's like the breakdown of the scrubber. Yeah. Just releases nasty ass Mm. something. Which is why when they took his helmet off, it was all green. Yeah. That's what I, I mean, I'm just guessing. You know what was unrealistic? The amount of algae that was not on the floor. Uh huh. (laughs) Sorry. Continue. No, that's for fucking sure. (laughs) I was mentioning that to Emma where it. It feels like we're a lot closer to space science fiction yeah. than we are to underwater science fiction. Underwater's scary. Like, man. putting a, a research facility that deep and trying to get down that far just is... I don't feel like we're anywhere near oh, something like that. The pressure. We'd have to the deal whole with time, that at first. The whole time we were watching this movie, I was just... I kept commenting to Otis, and while we were watching The Abyss, I kept commenting to Otis, I was like, that would never happen. Like, we can't nope. get that deep. We can't even fathom getting that deep at this yeah. point. Like, they're on... launch a Tesla to Mars, though. They're on the, quote, yeah. bottom of the Mariana Trench, but we don't even know where the fuck the bottom of the trench is because yeah. we don't have any type of mechanical vehicles that can sustain the pressure of the bottom of the ocean. They just drop the light stick and they can like kind of see it. They're like, oh, I guess that's the bottom. And then it goes, moving. it would just pop. <laughs> like glow sticks wouldn't make it halfway no. down. No. Like <laughs> They get to the bottom it's just like a hundred of them. They don't even have like, the pressurized diving machines. Yeah, the ocean is a horrific, far. just terrifying place. Oh, fuck, I dropped my phone with the light on. Just see the light no. go on. And then it breaks. Oh, it's still going. <laughs> Shattered. <laughs> it just pops. So, while they are in Midway Station, everything seems to be going pretty good. Oh, no. Paul gets grabbed. Oh, no, TJ Miller. He gets grabbed and then just yanked out of the suit and popped. Kinda. Have you ever tried to pull a corn dog off of its stick? When Thank it's you. not ready to let go. That's what it felt like. A little bit like the inside of the corn dog that stays stuck. To the stick? Yeah, it was like that the was the creature like pulled his foot mm-hmm. and like for sure pulled his boot off, but possibly also pulled like his leg off. Yup. But the rest of his body inside the suit popped because of the pressure. So yep. all we see is like his mask and just blood splatter. Well, because right, right, right before the pop, you see his face get pulled down and squished because of that pull. Yeah. But then you see the... Uh, and it came the, out oh like a fucking crab leg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It came out of that suit like a goddamn piece of crab meat. Paul's yep. crab shack. That was some crazy... <laughs> crab shack. Fucking yeah, crazy crab. animating. Yeah. yeah, that was pretty sweet. That was hard. Yeah. This movie... That was it's so underrated. It really is. Those deaths did not have to go that hard. They really they didn't. They totally were so good. Did. They had no business being so rough. They were yeah. so but good. they really did. <laughs> so Nora, Lucian, Emily, they agree to help Smith walk the rest of the way because his oxygen pod is busted and he's going to be like huffing 
fumes, bad fumes the whole time. He's gonna be high as fuck. But he's Hardcore. still good. He's not gonna die, die. It's just he's not getting the best air. He's not getting decent oxygen, which could lead to permanent brain damage. Man, yeah. better than getting popped like a crab back there, like <laughs> TJ Miller. Fuck that. I'll, I'll, That's the butter. Yeah, I'll, I'll huff weird fumes and walk a mile. You could put a popped. spray can paint, spray paint can in my oxygen scrubber. Nice. <laughs> Fuck that noise. <laughs> so as they're walking on the ocean floor, hey, w- hey, that's a weird thing that keeps hopping just out of sight of the light. That's weird looking. Hey, it grabs Smith and drags him off into a cave. So Lucian hops in there to get him out. And instead of just kind of dragging him out, I guess that would be harder to drag someone when you're on the ground kind of crawling. Mm-hmm. He goes past him and pushes him out, which is fine. And then he goes back for the gun because he leaves this sweet-ass, like, I don't know, like... Flare-ish situation. Well, it was before they got the flare yeah. gun. His was like a like a nail super-duper gun. It was a sweet-ass <laughs> gun, whatever it was. It, like, fucked stuff pew up. gun. Yeah. Pew-pew yeah. gun. So, while that happens, Lucian gets yanked into this cave and so Nora goes after him and they end up in this like deep shaft and the pressure's getting even worse. So Nora gets attacked by these monster things, these people shaped monster things, mer people, and Lucian comes to help her and they both fall off. And so they're like falling even further down and Lucian's like, You gotta let go or we'll both die. And she's like, No, I'm not losing anybody else and Lucian separates them and she falls she hits like some cliff part and Lucian falls to his doom she wakes up her suit is like like you know like in a video game where it's like a cutscene and you're all fucked up walking slow and everything's busted you're like oh my god I'm at 1% health and there's yeah. red looking like bloodshot yeah you're like oh just flashing shit <laughs> I'm fucked up so Nora she makes it to Shepherd Station and she actually finds a new suit, and she has a cool little montage of fixing it up. And she goes through Lucian's locker, because that's where he is stationed, I guess. And it's funny, there is a pentagram on an old blueprint uh-huh. at the back of his locker. And if you look close enough, you see a picture of an old friend that we will see soon. So uh, there are a lot of theorists saying that Lucian may have had an idea what was down there. Yeah. Or he was helping call the thing, which I don't think he was that dumb. But the higher-ups, absolutely. They're like, oh, there's a thing down there? Let's Let's poke it with a stick. Yeah. Ding-dong. Yeah, get get a bigger (laughs) stick. Poke it. (laughs) So, Nora, she switches into the undamaged suit, and she heads toward Roebuck Station. She actually catches up with Emily and Smith, and Emily is just talking to herself. Well, telling Smith that she's in love with him and kind of losing her mind. And Nora, instead of, like, I don't know, I guess you can't really tap someone's shoulder when you're underwater like that. She just kind of dives on her, and Emily's like, oh, my lord, it's happening, I'm dying. And she's like, calm the fuck down, it's just me. Like, oh, oh, hi, Nora. (laughs) Oh, hi, Mark. So they drag Smith along the sea to Roebuck. Now, before they get to the door, oh, no, they are at the drill, and there's a nest of these weird monster people things on the ceiling and so they're like it's fine we'll just crawl under them it's it's all good oh no turn off your light so they can't see you right oh no emily's suit just is the loudest sound and says like hey you're almost out of air hey you're almost out of air warning warning and she's like oh shit oh shit 
and one of the monsters wakes up. Nora gets swallowed by the thing, so it just, like, opens its jaws like a fucking snake and eats her. And Nora's like, take this flare. uh, cell-absorbing 17 and 18 (laughs) shit going on right there. Well, they should have had a flare gun, because they could have got free. And just blows the thing up and rips her way out. And she's like, ah. So while this is happening, the monsters are ready to... Emma said uh, Hercules battling the uh, (laughs) the Hydra. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So as she loads her second flare shot, and she's like, who wants it? And all the monsters are like... Oh, fuck. They hear a roar in the distance. Oh, fuck. And they're like, oh, okay. And they they lay back down on the wall that they're laying on. Oh no, it's not a wall, it's a tentacle. A gigantic tentacle, and it moves away. And Nora is like, oh, what the fuck? For a while it seemed like, I'm not gonna look up. I'm not gonna look up. Yeah. Oh fuck, I gotta look up. And she shoots off the flare into the distance, and she sees Cthulhu. Big old, scary... Cthulhu in I the told him Incredible. the second I saw the face and those fucking tentacles, <laughs> I went, Cthulhu! Yeah, oh my god! <laughs> and I was like, I was so shook. I'm like, what the fuck? It is. This reveal makes me so mad that this movie did shitty. Yeah. Because the ability, like, we could have a fucking Cthulhu verse right now. Yup. Yeah. But we don't because. Fox just bungled the fucking. Well, they started the Meg throw out of this movie, verse, and then Meg now they started Cthulhu. the. Cthulhu. I would watch Meg versus the Cthulhu oh in a heartbeat. Don't even, go, don't that's, even that's at almost, me right now. That's almost Sharktopus though, and I'm kind of here for that Sharktopus. But no, I told him I said this is one creature reveal that I was so fucking proud of. Yep, we hate creature reveals. On this, because almost every single one that we have watched has been dun 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 dun, super crap. Yeah. And this was so good. Yeah. Oh, like Babadook. And there was like, no like the okay, T Rex. There was there was no any. There was not a single indication from the title or from any other part of the film that we were about yeah. to get fucking Cthulhu. tiny little snippets that you'd have to be real quick to see or know. That's all it was. There was no big even then. Clues. Even then, you wouldn't even think about Cthulhu because so many movies that have to do with underwater or the ocean or whatever have you know images of Cthulhu in them because yeah. Cthulhu is this just insane like fucked up fairy tale at this point Mm -hmm. of a sea creature so everyone has this like if you are involved in the ocean at all you have this crazy idea of the kraken or cthulhu like it's all like you'll find somebody somewhere on that boat or ship or whatever that has you know they're gonna talk about the kraken or cthulhu or whatever the fuck mega giant disaster animal that might possibly be in the ocean so even the little hints that they put out in this film, like you don't even double think of anything about it because yeah. any ocean movie does that. Every ocean movie does it. Oh yeah, yeah, so good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, good. When I saw it, I was like, "Oh shit! Oh, that it's big as fuck! Oh, that's Cthulhu! It's gotta be Cthulhu!" Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it was awesome. I had no no inkling, no clue that. The, that Cthulhu is going to be in this movie. Yep. And I was like, that's absolutely legit. That's a really cool. And the way that she just shoots the flare, I was like, oh, god damn, that's big as hell. 
So <laughs> Nora runs into the station with Emily and Smith, and they're like, we need to get the fuck out of here. So Nora finds the pods, and while it's happening, you hear TN Industries, they have this commercial running the whole time, and it's really cool, like, just a juxtaposition of they're looking at Cthulhu and it's turning and looking at them. It's like, TN Industries, we got something big for you. No, we got a big surprise for you. I'm like, oh, God. Oh, boy, do we. So, it's, I don't know. I don't know if they knew or not, but fuck them. Because <laughs> that thing is out and it's mad. So, they find the pods and they're like, hey, the pods work. The third one does not. And so, Nora lies to Emily and Smith and it's like, hey, you guys get into the pod. I'll get into the last one because I know how this thing works and we'll get out of here. So they get Smith in. Smith is gone. Emily's like, what's wrong with that pod? It's broken. No, I'm staying. We can fix it together. And she's like, no, no. You got to stay with Smith and start a new life and be happy. Because there is a, babies. There's a subplot about Kristen Stewart having lost like the love of her life. Her to fiance, yeah. Some horrible underwater accident. And she's like... No, I can't let you do that with the love of your life. Like, if I could have one more second with him, I totally would. But you yeah. gotta, you gotta go to the surface. So she, but he became Batman, right? <laughs> so, so she socks Emily in the face and pushes her into the pod, and the pod goes off. So while this has been happening, Cthulhu's just been kind of punching a robot, just mad, and uh, Cthulhu's babies, I guess they're Shogoths. Or, I don't know, there's some form of Cthulhu. They're special. But they are chasing the pods. They're like, hey, they're trying to get away. How dare they? <laughs> Let's roast their onions. On the digital image when it shows them all starting to chase the pods, all I could see is the scene from The Little Mermaid. When all the, the mermaids are like swimming to the surface at the very end when they're like congratulating her on her wedding. And all I hear in the background while this murderous situation is happening is, Ah, and I was like, oh, no. Turn that off. Stop it. <laughs> they're like, they're like, ah. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> Just swing it right? off. So, um, Nora realizes that she's got to do something because Cthulhu and Cthulhu's babies are going to catch those pods and eat her friends. So, she, I don't know, probably calculates in her head, like, how far they need to be for this to work. And she's like, okay, cool. Well, well, I'm in a giant facility. With a core. Well, time to fuck that up. And turns up the core, the temperature on all the, the nuclear cores, and causes a gigantic explosion that kills her, Cthulhu, the babies, everybody. And then we get cool credits, and it explains everything real fast, just like at the end of uh, Godzilla, King of, King of the Monsters, where they just have newspapers fly by real quick and be like, this happened, and then this happened. You're like, oh, sweet, that's like a whole movie. <coughs> so we see that TN Industries, they refuse to cooperate with investigators about it, and they're like, oh, hush, hush, nothing happened. Some explosion, earthquake happened, uh, but we're still going to continue our drilling. We're going to get going on that again. They're like, Aw. drill, drill, drill. <laughs> so we don't know if Cthulhu's gone. It's probably just hurt. I, I don't know if a nuke can take out Cthulhu. I, hell, I don't know. But I'm it, just going to assume that it's like Godzilla, and it they just made it, it just stronger. Got off. Like, they that, just made it stronger. That hurt a lot, you dickheads. <laughs> <laughs> so, in an alternate ending, after she overloads the core, Nora actually fixes the escape pod and gets away, and she nice. scoots off as it's blown up. Like ah. I wish they kind of went with that one. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't, I don't mind that. You yeah, because she, she was really smart. This whole movie, she was fixing shit really fast. So, like, 
you know, fuck it. So that is underwater. So Katie, who is your favorite character in Underwater? Um, my favorite character was R.I.P. Rodrigo. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was only in this movie for like fifteen minutes, but he was the best. He was didn't really know what to do. I think they said at the beginning he, he was like a like a cook or something down there. Mm-hmm. He was he like was new. Yeah, he had no idea what the fuck was going on. But as soon as Nora popped up and they were like together in that room, it was like the two of them together forever, like best buds. Let's fucking work this out. Yeah. And they got to that other room with the suits to try on and he knew some shit was broken and still like I'll take the sacrifice I'll take the L and we'll give it to uh Emily we'll give the good suit to Emily and I'll take the L it's fine um so yeah I really liked Rodrigo and his death was super unexpected and gory and it's very sad crazy like yeah. there was and quick, quick. Yeah. yeah there wasn't a lot of buildup you know there wasn't a creature chasing him we weren't you know worried about them it was just like oh we're in this thing trying to get away or trying to get to the pods and then bink, he just explodes and it was like holy shit <laughs> yeah it came out of nowhere yeah uh em- emma i almost called you emily because of this fucking movie <laughs> it's all right i've had worse um so i also enjoyed rodrigo I really liked Nora. Um, I actually thought I was going to hate her character because she was extra at the beginning. But my honorable mention, honestly, was Emily. Yeah. She was very skittish and kind of whiny. But at the same point, for being a, what was she, a research assistant? A uh, biologist, so, kind of. Yeah, so like for all intents and purposes, she was a little intern. Yeah. Who was down there to like learn... About a animals. Yeah. yeah, she went through a lot and of shit in that day. <laughs> she was like, this is way more than I signed on for, but you know what? I'm not here to die. Whatever you tell me to do, it, I will do it. It's and my she first day. In. Yeah, she jumped in, balls out. And that was impressive. So that she's my honorable mention. So, Micah. I'm actually going to say Kristen Stewart was my favorite. Yeah, Nora was awesome. Um, but how many times did she ever find herself in these situations? Because, boy, howdy, she pulled a lot of tricks out really, really fast. Taking uh, apart pants. Like, I know that that's her specialty and that's what she knows. But, I mean, the speed in which she was able to take apart yeah. some of those panels and to get into the next room, like, I was like, fucking wizard, okay? It, like, <laughs> it makes it seem like either she's built that shit or she just is like, I have an idea about this. I, I'm just gonna. It, it this works the same way as other things. I'm just gonna rip this panel off and just fix this. Which real is quick. fucking awesome. Like I mean, they very resourceful. Yeah, her character really, really had it together. Uh, so yeah, I picked Nora. Nora was very resourceful and smart. Uh, just was really cool. It, it's it's awesome in sci-fi movies when you get a character that the main character is just a badass. It's always really cool to see. So, Katie, who was your least favorite character? I actually put Nora. Um, only because, like, she was really resourceful, yes. But she also had, like, no emotions. <laughs> Kristen Stewart, like, <sighs> is a great actress, I guess. But most roles that 
she that I have seen her in, she's just like very flat. And like she takes care of whatever she needs to take care of. Like whether it be building shit or whatever. But there the it's very minimal emotions. Like she was talking to fucking um Emily about how her love the love of her life like died and like was telling this really sad story and there was like no like she wasn't crying about it she wasn't overly emotional in her speech it was just like yeah i once had a love of my life and then he died and i can't let you do that to yours punch i was like okay like more i needed more emotion from kristen stewart um the character overall was good like she added a lot to the story but her emotions just weren't there for me so she was my least favorite Micah. Yeah, so my favorite character was Nora, Kristen Stewart's character. She was a badass to like a action movie status. Uh, she was able to break through security doors and things very, very quickly. Like I feel even professionals would have a tough time. I mean, you, you need to repair on something and it, it takes, oh yeah, let me order the parts and then uh, we'll get back to you in a couple of weeks and, <laughs> you know, but she's able to be like, ah, no, nah, screw it. Fuck it. Uh, 30 seconds. All right. We're, we're good. Let's go. Other than the fact that she has a hero complex and needs to go out of her way to be a hero, taking a few uh, knocks to the noggin enough to give her CTE for sure. <laughs> <laughs> she got a brand like an NFL player right <laughs> right <laughs> uh but she ends up being very successful uh except for the very beginning of the movie <laughs> that was uh very unsuccessful even though she did try she definitely waited until the last possible second and uh the animation on that damn uh leg of the i, I want to say space station but <laughs> the under under space station under space station yes <laughs> The animation on that when it when it just crumbled from the pressure of all the release points, but yeah, kind of hard to have a different favorite character. I mean, arguments can be made for the captain, but he 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 was all right. I get what you're saying. Like um, it kind of bounces off what you're saying, Micah, because Nora was my favorite. She was like a quintessential sci-fi like heroine she didn't have all the answers but she was very resourceful uh, got a lot of shit done and did a lot of fighting and was just kind of a person that everyone just kind of believed in just like ripley in the first alien well the problem was no one listened to ripley in the first one and that's why people were getting their faces ripped off but in the second one people started to listen to her but i mean like you said, you don't have a horror movie. People don't listen to the main character. He's like, hey, we should just nuke this planet. They're like, nah, let's go down there and put our faces toward XX. I'm like, or oh, not. Or we can just stay up here and blow it up. But no, Nora was really cool. Uh, they didn't really go deep into her like mental side story. I, I guess it wasn't that important that like we don't even know a lot about her husband. Just, you know, he passed away suddenly and she was torn up about it. I guess that's all you really need. Really? I guess it wasn't that important. It was more about her trying to keep other people alive. You know, especially happy people that 
are almost there to having a relationship like she had. And so she's like, shit, I got to make sure they get off this, this base. Yeah. Cause you know, I lost my person. So I want to make sure they get it. So I guess, yeah, in that sense, you don't really need to do a lot of talking about the past. Cause she kind of just showed it, but no, Nora was absolutely amazing. So Katie, who was your least favorite character? Nora was my least favorite character. I don't know. Did you just like, yes, she was badass and she was doing all these like just insane feats to be the hero, but she did it so emotionless. There was only like one instance where she kind of had a tiny bit of emotion about what was happening. Like, like, I don't know. It just, I have a really hard time believing Kristen Stewart when she cries. Yeah. Because the rest of her acting, at least in the things that I've seen, have is very bland. Um, she's yeah. very like dry and non-emotional. So when it comes time to do a big emotional scene, I don't believe her tears. Like every time somebody died that was like close to her in this movie, she would like gasp or start to cry or like silent cry but it was ne- I don't know something about it was never believable to me so I just like couldn't get behind her character like I wasn't super into her character um Emma well I didn't really have a least favorite character I mean I do agree with what you're saying with Kristen Stewart I just kind of liked what they were trying to do with her so i guess that made it hard for me to not enjoy it but i mean i really had a hard time picking a least favorite in this movie so i'm just gonna say i didn't have one micah <clears throat> my least favorite character is not necessarily a character but a type which is how everybody had a hero complex it wasn't just Kristen Stewart's character it was every character in the goddamn movie had a hero complex it was Fred and Captain Jumbo like I get it and that's cool and noble but like uh what was the other girl's name Emily Emily she was the only like she was the most real that I feel like most people would be reacting like Oh yeah. <laughs> Freaking the fuck out and having PTSD and just being completely traumatized by the whole thing. But then at the end she was having a hero complex. Yeah. You know, it's like there weren't enough selfish reactions for it to be believable. You know, it, it would have been fine if if one or two characters had that hero complex, like, you know, Kristen Stewart and the captain, but I felt like they tried to make every character likable in this movie and so it just was kind of like okay well there you go (laughs) truth so i wrote uh not applicable i did not have a least favorite character everyone played their parts and if you know me i you know i'm fine with people doing what they're doing if you got a dum-dum that likes getting high and drinking that's their job you know i'm not gonna be mad at them because that's what they do but you know some of my favorite movies are when people do evolve and we saw some people get better and tougher and stuff like that 
But no, everybody in the movie, they were actually all tough. And I guess that just comes into play when you're on a base together and you don't want to die, that everyone's got their shit together to a certain extent. And everyone wants yeah. to try to save everybody because if Katie knows how to get the doors open yeah. and she's in trouble, I'm going to try to keep her alive so we can get to the next door and get going. You know, I'm not going to be like, fuck it. Katie fell. And I didn't look back. Like, no, I'm going to try to save her so we all can get out. That's for sure. I will say for a sci-fi movie, this is one of the first movies that we've watched in this genre that really focuses on the fact that each individual person in a spaceship or a underwater rig or something has a specific job and that's what they're fucking meant to do like yeah a lot of other sci-fi movies is like yes i'm the captain but i can also like open the doors and i can rewrite code to reprogram the computers and i can do this and i can do that and i can do this i'm like bro no you can't like yeah. there are people on yes. your ship made to do that. Like that's their fucking job. <laughs> I was gonna say Pandorum is kind of like that. Everybody that they found had a different designation and job. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that yeah. that I I agree with that because that is not something that you see all the time. Yeah. Everybody just becomes a homogenized like, oh, I have the answer. Yeah, that that's not realistic. And with that angle, this yes, yeah, the most fucking realistic thing this movie's got going well some of them so let's do seven word synopsis yes lost my page put it in my phone okay so i got a couple oh good lord it's cthulhu nuke it (laughs) uh then lovecraft sucks but makes cool looking monsters yep and then my last one is Lef- Lovecraft watching this in hell. Probably grumpy. Katie? Cthulhu takes its revenge on underwater drilling and places you won't find me. Mariana Trench. <laughs> uh, Micah? Let's go put our lives in danger. <laughs> And I'm getting really close to shitting myself. Oh, yeah. That's a good line. (laughs) Okay. I said impending pressure, tiny crushing spaces, hard no. (laughs) Then underwater drilling releases alien unknown into Mariana. And then my alliterative unfavorable unsteady uncomfortable unforgiving unnerving underwater unknown nice so this film came out january 10th 2020 what a terrible time you telling me (laughs) you telling me so uh what do you guys think the budget for this film was and just a note there is this kind of wiggly center it's not just a number it's a zone of two numbers so I love when think? my center is wiggly. <laughs> so what do you think the budget was, Katie? Um, Let's do the zones, the zones, the zones. $75 reduce. Seventy-five. Emma. $40 reduce. 40. Micah. Uh, I'll take $17 reduce, Bob. Damn. <laughs> Thanks, Bob. All this water. Oh, you undershot this. 
That's wild. If they made a movie like this for 17, that's fucking commendable. No, uh, the budget. They did it for 18. Right? (laughs) The budget, it was between 50 to 80 dollar dues. Yeah, baby. Very wiggly. Very, very wiggly. So, what do you guys think the box office was, Katie? Mm, I'm regretting my decision, but I'm going to go with 145 One, dollar dues. 45. Emma? I'm staying with 40 dollar dues. 40. Micah? Um, I'll do 100 dollar dues, Otis. 100 dollar dues. So, if you look at your numbers and make like a math problem, <laughs> It actually equals what it was. The box office was forty dollar dues. One forty-five <laughs> minus one hundred. Well, then, fuck yeah, it's almost Damn, there. Damn, I get that shit right on. Oh, Emma got it right on the head. Yeah. Damn. God, this movie, like I said, it it's a shame. Ooh, it's an absolute. That is a fucking shame. Absolute shame. But it's a good movie. The the company they it didn't they didn't believe in this movie. That's why they dropped it in January. They're like, hey, you know, it'll make something. Like, no, it's oh, good. It's right it's it's really good uh you know you know no matter how people feel about lovecraft it, if you wonder why i poop on this man so much look up some of the things he liked to say he's a very racist guy but he had some cool ideas in his head when he wasn't being racist toward jewish people but he it was really cool stuff so i i would say ah oh man it's a shame it's a shame because we there are tons of movies clive barker loved dipping into the lovecraftian stuff in the world just like hey midnight meat train remember that movie i reviewed the first <laughs> fucking year of this yeah that's lovecraft as fuck <laughs> and uh, i think oh. i want to say we did another one but there's nicholas cage one out there i want to do uh, color out of space it'll probably be in october because i think i want to do at least one nicholas cage movie every year because it's damn good it's damn good but it, it, it's a shame like I said, uh, there has been some newer ideas, Lovecraftian, that came out. We had a show that got one season, Lovecraft Country, and it was damn good. It, from a book, Matt Ruff. Matt, yes, Matt Ruff wrote it. But, you know, HBO didn't want to keep going with it, which is a fucking shame. It was really cool. But we'll see. There are a lot of cool things out there. So uh, it's, it's kind of sad. So, does anybody have anything else to say about Underwater? I loved it. I recently found out that my cousin, who loves Kristen Stewart, um, is afraid of open water. And this is one of the only movies that she has not watched that has (laughs) Kristen Stewart in it. Because she'll freak the fuck out. (laughs) Oh, she really will, though. She thought she was afraid before this movie. Girl. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a shame. It's a real I too don't watch many movies with Kristen Stewart in it. (laughs) I like that Christmas one we watched. Oh, yeah, where the other person was the worst character in the movie. Yeah, Yeah. she showed some emotion in that one. But yeah, no. Yeah, she should have ended up with Aubrey Plaza at the end, but she didn't. Fucking right. Trash. (laughs) Fucking right. Trash. Oh, man. That's a good ass movie. But. Uh, that looks like the end. So that is the end of the show. So if you have any other cool fun facts about Thulu or or 
H.P. Lovecraft's name of his cat. Look that up and be mad like I am. You can tweet us at AllentownPod. We have an email. It is AllentownPresents at gmail.com. We have a Facebook app. Allentown Presents. So the music you listen to right now, that is flipping the combined effort. Flip it to CE anywhere you can find them. Studio Feats us. Thank you so much for the artwork. So with that, that is the end of Sci-Fi Horror Month. I'm sad. I, it's, my, it's, my, it's my favorite. But we're getting into some pretty juicy stuff. Oh, do we need to pick a favorite so, huh. that, we, that we watched this month? <laughs> hey, Otis, find that... That sound bite where the record scratches. <laughs> well, I already said it. Now we got to do it. So, okay. Do we have a sound bite with a record scratch? I'll find one. I'll find one. There's plenty of free sound bite places we can use. So, as Katie has realized and told me, this is the end of Sci Fi Month. So, of the movies that we watched, uh, let's go back. We got Annihilation. That's with old Miss Natalie Portman, her rapping self. The Abyss, where the aliens take our friend on a fun ride. It's like Soren, Soren Trench. Or the <laughs> Avatar movie. Ah, that's stupid. I, I like Soren. But uh, then Brightburn. What if Superman was a piece of shit? And then in <laughs> <laughs> underwater. So, Katie, which one, which one of these sci fi movies was your favorite? I think Brightburn was my favorite. Annihilation was good, but it was weird. Um, and the two underwater ones were very similar. They were they were very similar, but also very different. Like the the way that the movies ended was very different. Um, but I definitely think Brightburn was my favorite. It was the most like terrifying for me. Like that's a scary thought thinking of and like a essentially the boys happening in real life and i'm like <laughs> <laughs> fuck homelander <laughs> emma i don't really know i mean the abyss was fun i had never seen it it was exciting uh underwater was terrifying and unnervingly uncomfortable just like i said in my seven words annihilation was great but there was something really fucked up about Brightburn. So I'd probably have to say that one. Yeah. Probably have to say Brightburn because that's 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 a mother's nightmare. That's just not okay. So yeah. Micah. Well, it's either the abyss or underwater. <laughs> hey, he likes the same movie. Yeah, I got a type, don't I? I was um, say it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it. Saying, I mean, the abyss has nostalgia, but I really, really enjoyed underwater. You know, what? I'm I'm going to give the edge to underwater on this one. Hey. Yeah, nice. no, I I actually thought it was a really good movie and a lot of the it it definitely was a movie that didn't take itself too seriously. I mean, when you're going to end with Cthulhu being the bad guy, <laughs> like you're obviously not taking yourself too seriously. And there were a lot of tropes, but they were ironically used a lot of times. And it just kind of seemed like a nerd passion project, which made it made it feel kind of fun. 
Absolutely. So I'm yeah. I'm gonna go with underwater because I wrote it off pretty early and yeah, I hadn't watched it until now and it I had a good time with that. Yeah, so for this month, besides The Abyss, which, I mean, I haven't seen in a decade, so it's kind of like I haven't seen it before, swear to God. I haven't seen any of these films, so I took something from all of them. Annihilation, that was just crazy and deep and so many, like, layers to it. Those humanoid things at the end were creepy as fuck. Yeah, there was a lot to that movie, but... It, yeah, I, I really liked it. Abyss. I mean, I'm, I'll always laugh when Ed Harris gets taken by the hand and flies through the water. Whee! Goes on an alien adventure. <laughs> it's a it's an absolute mess. But him by the hand. Right. <laughs> uh, Brightburn. I've always loved those types of Elseworld stories in DC, where Superman ain't ain't the best because. And Batman says it all the time, like, if Superman wanted to be bad and take over, he would win. There's no stopping him. And we're just lucky that that son of a bitch right there, that dude that can destroy everybody, is the biggest Boy Scout ever. He said that so many times. Yep. He's like, we would not be able to stop him. They've gone out of the way. They made video games and comic art story, giant year-long stories about that. So... Superman being bad, it's everyone wants to see it. So that was really cool to see something close to that. So I really like Brightburn. But I think I'm gonna pick underwater because the surprise of seeing Cthulhu was crazy. And I was like, what the fuck? And like, yeah, it's it doesn't take a lot to surprise me, but yeah, when that flare hit, and I was like, oh, that's Cthulhu. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> Yeah, if I was in the water and I shot that flare, I'm like, oh, shit, we got to go. <laughs> you know, that's, that's when you start to scuttle inside. Like, that thing looked at me. <laughs> I think it saw me. But no, I, yeah, underwater is probably the best of the four. Not even going off of, like, you know, nostalgia with the abyss. Like, yeah, underwater is probably the best one. So, but uh, yeah, if you haven't seen any of these, please go check them out. It's this was a fun month. It's pretty solid picks. So agreed. Hey, future Otis, fade in the music right now. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, next month we're doing. I don't know the exact name for it, but we kind of went with like paranormal or possession. And that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna we're gonna watch some movies. It's Katie's favorite, y'all. She loves this shit. She loves people's bodies taking over. She absolutely loves them, and she wanted to do this. There's a reason we haven't done it till year three, because she loved it that much. <laughs> but no, uh, we 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 got some pretty good picks. I I know one that we want to do that is really new on Shutter that I saw. It's a really cool idea, so I think that's gonna be one of them. And then I've been looking around to see if we find any other like crazy ones. So. But the first one, we go with a banger from back in the day that I think we all watched except Katie. <laughs> that was good. I got you. I got you. Uh, but but it, it's a solid one. This is a very solid one. So, uh, like always, thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week with a paranormal movie. Okay, bye, guys. Bye. Toots. <laughs>
Oh my god, it's Cthulhu! <laughs> oh, now that's spooky!